Hello and welcome to The Freaking Awesome, where we discuss the things we watched, listened, played, and read throughout the week. It's Monday, January 23rd. I'm Benjamin Abaya, and joining me today um, is Seer Seichow. Hello, everybody. Um, how are you, Seer? You know how a producer's life goes. <laughs> yes. Very busy and, you know, counting money or whatever. It's always the money man. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't even realize we were, we were, that, that was a thing. Um. <laughs> Isn't that what the producer is? They're always like the money yeah, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know you were getting money from Oh, us. no, this is all jokes, man. <laughs> uh, the, 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 what do you call that? What do you call Ad revenue hasn't come in yet. It hasn't come in. Oh, there in. we go. <laughs> I mean, we're an adless podcast right now, but it's fine. And that is uh, that was um, brought to you by Nike. I don't know. I was trying to think that Nike helped us uh, get this episode up. Anyway, uh, also <laughs> joining us is Anthony Marshall. Hey, what's good? Uh, uh, my name is Anthony. I go by Why Not I on most uh, social media and everything right now. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, welcome to you two. Um, I feel like we always have a episode or probably a couple episodes where uh, the original um, uh, freaking awesomers uh, come back, <laughs> whether it's like as a guest or just you know discussing what their what their life's been up to. But uh, this week, uh, including the past previous weeks, we've been talking about discussing the things we are anticipating in 2023, and it's usually about things you know whether it's personal matters or uh, achievement that you're going to have or what we watched, listened, played, or read. Um, so everyone has been uh, including their own. Uh, I, I, I'll list the things that we've been discussing the past couple of weeks um, in no particular order. Like there's, it's not from like the greatest to least, but um, Doctor Who, the 15th Doctor, uh, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Dragon Age, Dread Wolf, a ballad of songs and snakes, uh, a song, songbirds and snakes. I'm sorry. That's it. That is a prequel to the Hunger Game uh, m- books and movies. Uh, mm. The film Renfield, uh, Wonka is another film. Barbie is another film. Uh, Evil Dead Rises, and the Sacramento Kings clinching a playoff berth. Um, um, knocking on wood. I mean, they're third seed right now, so we'll see if that continues. <laughs> I don't want to jinx if them. If we uh, light the beam, you mean? Yes, yeah. Light the uh, light the beam was last year's one of uh, one of the freaking awesome things we listed. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we're hoping that that's uh, it's going to continue uh, then and uh, uh, before the season is over. So we're going to start off with um, Anthony. What would you like to add on this list? Um, so as far as some of the things I'm looking forward to, um, I think first we will go with uh, Like a Dragon, Ishin. Um, it's a video game from the people who the from Ryugagatoku, which is the the people who make the Yakuza games. Um, during the last couple of years, I had gotten into the the Yakuza series and some of the offshoots that they had. Um, I had remembered seeing this game. This is going to be a remake that they're going to be putting out. And it's actually out in uh, February, I believe, of 2023. Um, but it's it's going to be a remake of a version of the game that they never released in America. So they're going to be releasing a new version, a, a new remake for um, PS5 and all that, um, and on PC of this uh, historical-style Yakuza game with uh, with old-school Kiryu, for those of you who have uh, played the Yakuza series. It's not him specifically, but you remember a lot of the characters. They use a lot of the same character models for the base of these. Yeah, I saw that in the trailer. They, um, they're they using a, a couple of the newer character models, too, from like the Like a Dragon series, uh, Yakuza yeah. series. Yeah. So that that's the main Yakuza that I've actually played all the way through. So mm-hmm. it, it'd be cool for me to just see, uh, was it Where's Ichi? Beginnings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ichi was a great character for that game. Uh, was, that I think Ichiban it was last year. For... Yeah, Ichiban, yeah. yeah. I love yeah, that game. Ichiban uh, Kasuga was the main protagonist for the Like a Dragon um, series. Uh, the f- the first Like a Dragon series, which is the follow up to the the main storyline of Yakuza, being about Kiryu. 
Yeah, I've heard always uh, good things. I think you, you two are mostly the ones we've had as guests that discuss uh, Yakuza series. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone else has uh, discussed, but I always want to play one. And I'm always... I, right now, they're actually... I think, where was it? It was a. Um, is it on Game Pass right now? Yeah, I where think they're the all screen? on Game Pass. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. They're they're on PlayStation now too. Um, yeah. Also, I think most of those games are uh, pretty accessible right now. You can get most of them off of Steam for, I'd say, ten bucks or so or less. Um, obviously, start with one of them. Uh, it is story based, so you they are kind of connected. If you start with the first one, it's really it's really comprehensive, but they take a lot of time. They can take a lot of <laughs> yeah. time to play. Yo, yeah, these um, games are long, dude. Because I I played yeah. through uh, Zero and Kiwami also, and yeah, yeah. It, it, those took forever. And th- and I don't think I've even hundred percent. Like I'm a little bit of completionist. Like yo, I want to collect everything, do all the side missions. But yo, these games are long. Have you ever wanted? A mahjong simulator, a full mahjong simulator. <laughs> I do. I, uh, I do. <laughs> or the Japanese. Do you want to play uh, the Shogun? first Virtua Fighter? <laughs> 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 this, these these games are very comprehensive. They have a lot of stuff in them. It's uh, you know, it's based around a single city. Usually these games, but they really put the life into those cities, and you get to enjoy the story because of that. It's a lot of really good world building. Would you two say this? Because although it has a, uh, I feel like it has a following, but I don't know if the game is still underrated. Or because there, there are folks that I know that play a lot of video games, and they still haven't touched like the Yakuza series, and they know of it, but I don't know many people that actually played the series. Like, do you think the response to the game and like the series overall, because just people see it through like you know, memes and gifs and all that. So they just know the like characters, but yeah, because <laughs> I don't know how the fan base is with the series itself. Like, do you think it's underrated or overrated? I think so it's finally getting its due. Up, yeah. yeah. I think it's finally getting its due from all the access that uh, mm-hmm. you can get from it now with the game pass and everything. People were always, like you said, afraid to get, jump into these, but with a service like game pass, you know, you just try a game out for viewers. They don't like it, you know, go on to the next one. So uh, it it gave the people the opportunity to try it without you know the fear of uh, complications or whatever, but you know w- these games are beloved for a reason. Once you get into it, you know you fall in love with the characters, and I'll say like the insane craziness of uh, you know just what's going on. Um, and I think the the last game, the Like a Dragon series, really brought a lot of more um, people into it because of the way they changed the um, battle system. It, it became like a turn-based um, RPG. Oh, basically. I did not know that. that no. it became yeah, they, they upended like the whole, uh, the whole setup for the game. They, they, it, and not in a bad way. It actually is, it was interesting because in the normal Yakuza games, the original Yakuza games, what you're doing is you're playing a, you're, you're playing with a live fighting system. So one that you're actively trying to attack, defend, and all of that, and switch out your combat style. Whereas in this one, it was more turn-based. It's kind of a return to a style of game that you don't really see nearly as much mm-hmm. um, in in an action game, if you will. Um, I would like to, you know, the the funny thing about Yakuza is that when it when the series was coming out. Um, I don't know that it was necessarily console exclusive, but there are certain uh, outlets that won't carry it. Nintendo, in in particular, doesn't carry um, games that are associated with the Yakuza because it's not family friendly. It's against the message for like uh, most of their branding. Um, so for a long time, those games weren't allowed on there. Um, with the with the acceptance of this game and how popular it's become it's more of like a cult classic i would say instead of um something that's more widely popular um but because it's hit that status and because people are so into the story of the game because because it's a very very japanese game um what you find is it's gained more popularity and that popularity has uh, allowed it to expand where it's going i don't necessarily think that it's um underrated i think it's properly rated in a lot of circles that you would talk to people about it because the people who love it love it 
Um, but I do think that there are a lot of people who don't necessarily know about it. Yeah, I, I agree too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm willing to not willing, but it's like you said, it takes a lot of time to pour <laughs> uh, pour oh, yeah. a lot of time into. So, um, like right now, I, I've been looking for games where I know I could like finish in a couple hours instead of like several <laughs> hours. <laughs> That's uh, not this one. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I could always, I'm always finding a game where I want to dedicate myself where I could just play like, you know, an hour here and there um, in the stretch of like a month or so. You know, like I'm assuming it's not like a hundred hours that you're pouring <laughs> unless you are using a hundred hours. Could, you could realistically uh, pour about a hundred hours into this oh, game wow, okay, if, okay. You, if, if you felt like it. I mm-hmm. mean, you could also push through the game maybe in 20, right? I think that there is the the majority of where the content is is in the side quests and it's not necessarily about the ending of the game so much as it is the journey that you take to get there and i know that's very cliche but um, <laughs> it it is a lot because they spent so much time building this world you could play for uh, a couple hours and probably get to the end but it wouldn't it wouldn't be all of the same experience. You'd still get the baseline of the story, but where the real meat and and potatoes of the whole thing is, is in the side quests, all the journeys and all of the, the things that happen. And it's, it's great in, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they, they translate that into Ishin um, because it's technically a game that's already come out, but basically they get to re-release it with new, better things. Cool. That's awesome. So that's coming out in February. Is it in all consoles, or you still? Is it still not yet? We don't know if it's Nintendo yet. I don't know, I actually don't know if it's. I don't know. I believe that that Nintendo has uh, opened up their doors to potentially having the series, but I don't think mm-hmm. that's been finalized yet. But it is okay. going to be available on PS4, PS5, uh, PC, Xbox all of that cool looking forward um i know seer you're also have your one of your anticipations also is a fighting franchise that um i feel like you've always been a fan of uh can you explain which one is it yeah uh with all the things coming out for street fighter 6 so far yeah i can't wait to get my hands on those things i've always loved street fighter ever since you know like everybody street fighter 2 from then on <laughs> i've tried i haven't tried to play street fighter one which is impossible to even do a hadouken in but <laughs> <clears throat> i think just being with uh following these characters for so long uh, you know you can't help but just love them so when street fighter six it was announced yeah i'm super anticipating for it with the news no no go <laughs> I was gonna say, like, how between five and six? How long is the gap? Because isn't it? It's pretty. I, I, I was, I Every time I they want to come with the numbered uh, sequel, it <laughs> yeah. usually takes a few years. Because even with four, no, four was like ten years or something like that before after yeah. three. So this one, it's also been a few years. I would say five to six, maybe eight years. I don't know, but it's been a while. Yeah, Street Fighter Five. I never really got into. I only played it right when it was released, and that's when it had like the most problems uh, with all the balancing and the online and everything. And I don't know, it left like a little bad taste. So then I gave up within like the first few months of release. So for me, it's actually yeah, it's been a really long time since I got back into like Street Fighter. Um, isn't it this is the type of series they always say like the odds one the odd numbers are always the ones that are kind of forgettable and the even even number ones are yeah the ones are much more (laughs) one was you know impossible to play three (laughs) three was good good it had good system the parry system was introduced in three and uh it still gave like if you ever follow like the uh, fighting game community it still has one of the hypest um moments of like gaming history you, you guys hear about like that daigo justin wong uh the tournament whatever it's where like uh it was somebody was chung lee and somebody was ken and then um the parry system if you push forward at the exact moment of impact and the gates 
like the whole damage of it. Oh, so, okay. So like um, Chung Lee was on like one sliver of health or whatever. And then Ken busted out his super move. And the Chung Lee person just parried every single attack from the super move. And then, so very uh, impressive. Yeah. yeah, it's still like one of the hypest uh, videos. I need out to, I think I need to YouTube that one. Actually. Oh no, dude! Even if I you're just not, dropped like, it in the chat for you. Oh, yeah. nice. Thank you. Even if you're not like super into fighting, if you understand, like, if you just see it, you know, the not necessarily it, understand. Yeah, yeah it's still yeah. super cool. So you know, mm-hmm. it even the even uh, odd even the odd ones have their moments. So. Oh, like with five, with their whole new V trigger system, it was, it was still something you know new that was introduced. That you know it could it, it it took a little bit to get used to, but once once you uh, got the mechanics of it, you could still have like a great time with it. But uh, with six, I don't know, just with the new visuals and the art style that they changed up a little bit, and seeing these new characters, the old characters and new characters, all in these new um, graphical settings, and keeping with the smoothness of the you know the Street Fighter gameplay. It's just something that you know I can't wait to get my hands on again. Oh yeah, I'm looking at some of the 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 styles, the visual styles. It's uh, interesting actually, what the, what they're doing with this one. Uh, do you have a favorite character? Uh, is there a reoccurring character that you have throughout the series that you're always like your go to? You, like I'm assuming all the moves are usually the set moves are always yeah the same. I'm, yeah. I'm always like a quarter circle guy too. So like anybody yeah. that has like charges <laughs> like Guy or Vega, you know, I can I can never pull this off like uh, regularly. So I'm always a quarter circle, and it's pretty cliche also. But uh, uh, Ken's my guy. <laughs> like lots okay. of people love Ken, but so that that's uh, what I was gonna ask you. How do you feel about how they did your boy Ken? I know he looks all weird now. Um, they, I, I'm do you glad know the they story? put like the old. No, I I try not to read so much on it. What's, I, what's after the story? I yeah. It, yeah, tell me the story, man. Tell and me the story. I, are you sure? I don't want to ruin anything. That oh no, like, I don't play Street Fighter for the story, bro. <laughs> I'm just I'm just checking because uh, so from what I was reading, what what I've been uh, seeing is that Ken lost his wife and his daughter. Uh, they didn't die; they left him. Okay, so Mans is basically. Uh, he he lightweight made himself homeless to go and try and get better like Ryu has already done. Oh, interesting. That's, that's, that's what a, he needs. He needs motivation. Yeah. This is the, yeah. the new disheveled Ken. Yeah, I knew I know that he looks kind of bummy in his new character models, but you know, I also saw that they put like this classic uh uh costumes in there too. So I'm like, okay, I'll probably just pick those. But <laughs> I'm curious of why the the wife and child left him. <laughs> uh basically it, from what I've heard, it's that he's and don't quote me on this. Yeah. I'm only basing this off of the things that I've read. But it's it's that he was too he's becoming too dedicated to the martial oh, arts uh, the work is basically he's yeah. <laughs> he's he's neglecting his family <laughs> yeah work over work over family i see how this yeah happening. and he's 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 uh depressed or something like that i don't know the specifics of it there's a little bit of story behind it um i do like seeing that sort of progression i know you said you're not necessarily in it for the story i am a little bit invested in the story of where where Street Fighter is going, especially considering they created that new world system, um, kind of like you've seen in some of the NBA, uh, the NBA 2K games and all that, where you're living a full life. Uh, how do you feel about seeing that new system being implemented in uh, Street Fighter 6? Oh, yeah, it was like the, the free roam th- th- thing, right, where you just run around in this little meta universe, kind of, <laughs> basically, <laughs> with your character. Right, right. Yeah. See, I don't know exactly how that's going to play out. It just seems like it's another like quarter system. Where you're mm-hmm. running up to people and you know queuing up to uh, fight each other, but um, it, are they like in a city? You know, it's, I mean, we were just talking about like yakuza, like how in yakuza you could go around the city. Is it like similar to that, or just like you're in a lobby? Is I don't actually don't know. So uh, if you guys I, know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not entirely sure how they've implemented it yet. I've seen yeah. a little bit of coverage, but not everything. But I do believe that they've set up uh, what looks like a a city that you can run around in as the character and this isn't just for online queue i think you can do it for online queue but um you actually have like a story mode where you can go around um you can create a character in this so you can create your own fighter i don't know how deep that system is yet i do know the customization is very deep but i don't know how deep the story portion of it is um 
and you can train with like different different people in that mode. That's cool. To, uh, build up your character, as far as I've seen. Have uh, have they ever used that system of creating a crater system in the? Uh, I, I've never played anything past three, so I don't know. If you could create characters in previous like four and five no i don't think so you can usually customize uh, yeah. your uh the pre-existing characters with like different accessories mm-hmm. or something yeah, like that but you used to be able to do costumes okay yeah but they never, one, they ne- not yeah. from scratch you can never create a character from scratch right like uh nope um, no not that no okay. yeah i'm wondering if they allow you to pick your moves too in this new one because that would be pretty cool you might get a lot of op characters though if you if that, <laughs> yeah that's the case. oh you know somebody's <laughs> hacking that almost immediately but you know yeah. I, I do think there is some interest in it because it it kind of puts its foot forward in terms of the fighting community and allowing you to create something that feels good to you um i mean Obviously, I don't think that's going to be something that's available for tournament play and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I think it's interesting to have that aspect put into the game. Do I think it was necessary? No. But I am excited <laughs> to see where it goes. Um, lastly, I, I was going to mention, who is this person on the cover? Because I don't know anything. Uh, he has uh, like a purple, bluish outfit. Uh, How about the blonde skin? guy, right? Yeah, it's a blonde yeah. guy. Like. Luke, he was introduced in five. He was like the okay. very last uh, DLC character for five, and then yeah, he's like the now he's on the, the new cover. guy. Yeah, he's like the new guy. <laughs> oh. They're pushing forward, I guess. So I actually didn't know he was in five. Yeah, he's the last the last DLC guy. So I don't know if they came out with a storyline for him just for the DLC character. But is it is there a thing where you know how, like um uh, a two what is it is it two K or Madden where like there's a um. If you're on the cover, that means bad luck for that. Oh, that's, yeah. That's <laughs> the Madden curse. Madden Do you think curse, that's yeah. a possibility for that character? <laughs> that's, I uh, mean, not, not... <laughs> with Street Fighter, they have their their characters that are constantly like at the forefront and basically are their staples for the game, right? You yeah. always have Ryu. You always have Chun-Li. Uh, those are the two characters you almost never get rid of. You might even get a chance to keep Zangief. Um, they haven't announced Zangief, to my knowledge, for this game, but you know, probably going to be in there um, unless they replace him with another grappler. Um, I did have questions about how you felt about some of the new characters. Are you interested in the new characters? Do you feel like they are reflective of Street Fighter in a good way? Do you feel like yeah. maybe... Um, you well, like I'm, different characters. Yeah, I'm always a sucker for uh, anybody who has the drunken uh, kung fu fighting style. So, yeah, w- yeah one of the new characters introduced, uh, I, that's his fighting style. And, you know, I, I just want to see how they go um, using that drunken style. It's probably going to be like, I think so. It's the ponytail guy who's in green. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jamie. I haven't learned any of their names yet, so it's all fine. I, I got the website pulled up. That's the only okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's coming out soon. Um, what what was that? June? I think it's June of this year. Uh, I wonder. Are they starting beta uh, soon? Um, oh yeah, they had a couple of beta runs already. Beta so, right now, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Are you in those? No, you're not. You're not. Uh, no, I'm more. Of, I barely even watch all the trailers. I've just seen enough to be like, all right, that's cool. I'm gonna get that. So. <laughs> okay. uh, I guess jumping from video games, we're gonna go to the world of like films and television. Uh, Anthony, you also uh, one of your most anticipated. I think all of us. I think one of our most anticipated is the new uh, Spider-Man animated uh, movie. I mean. Let's be honest, who doesn't want to see the next uh, Sony animated Spider-Man across the universe? Yeah. I mean, the the first the first uh, Spider-Man animated movie uh, was great. The Into the Spider-Verse, it, it, it set a standard for how these movies kind of should be treated. It created a new visual language. It is stylized wonderfully. It had a good story. Um, and if I'm honest, this is one of the is the best Spider-Man movie, right? Everyone yes. was very excited about all of the other Spider-Man movies when they came out, and they were good. But they were good until this came out. 
not to say that they got worse, but this set a new standard, <laughs> right? Even and I know a lot of people really loved uh, the the last Spider Man movie with uh, No Way Home, yeah, with the yeah, Toby no and Andrew, yeah. And I I think that is that was a good movie. There was a lot of good things about it, but it it doesn't hold the candle to what I think they're doing with with uh, Sony's Spider-Man movies. I think that these are very strong entries. You get to do very, very comic book level things because it's an animated series and you can keep it going for longer and stronger, in my opinion. The visuals look amazing. The story looks like it's going to be real fun. I've always been interested in the um, multiversal Spider-Man since I saw it for the first time in like the Spider-Man series when they did that. Um, I've always, what's her name? Madam, Madam Web. Madam Web. Yeah. 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 They, they have, there's a lot of aspects of that story that I think are very, very interesting. And I think because of the way that it's tied together, it's, it's one of my favorite multiversal stories. I mean, I like those in general, obviously in the last couple of years, we've gotten a whole bunch of movies about it. We got, Doctor Strange. We're going to be getting uh, Quantumania coming up soon. Uh, we had Everything Everywhere All at Once. I think that this um, this is going to be one that I'm really looking forward to because of the work that I know is going into it. And I hope that I, even if this ends up being the last one, that it's it, it just, it's. I hope it's fun. <laughs> it, it looks so good. Yeah, when they came up with that trailer, I was like, even prior from that trailer, I was like, what else can they, you know, come up with or inventive, like, you know, storylines and whatnot. And then what you see there is like, wow, this is totally different. And um, I think it's also, like you said, it's one of the best uh, Spider-Man stories out there, too, like uh, with Miles Morales and just, yeah, it's just kind of incredible that they could do a, a second one and yeah, hopefully it's not the last one because I think there, these films' success, I think it could like dictate like future ways of you know adapting other characters probably in the Spider Verse. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, do, I also see don't necessarily. F- I I feel like it's not necessary for them to always do a live action version of a thing. Yes, yes. We we've we're so oversaturated right now with a lot of the live action superhero movies. Not that I don't watch them. I'm still going to watch them. (laughs) You know, I I feel like there's something to be said about this being different and doing something different. It's really trying to tell that story. I didn't mean to cut you off earlier. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's totally fine. Yeah, like like you said, like we I think we're that generation where we all grew up with first live animated cartoon, uh, you know, animated series of like, you know, our superheroes and then later on live action. And it's, I know like DC has been doing, uh, and then they, there's some Marvel shows out there that are like animated, but I think like, it's kind of cool to see like a character who's well known around the world to be animated. And like, um, I don't know. I, I feel like Sony or any company could probably do one that's like animated. I think they have more, liberties to do stuff too like you don't have to like always so i'm not trying to say that marvel has bad cgi all the time (laughs) sometimes it gets kind of uh overwhelming with it so um but yeah how about you they're they're overworking those people (laughs) yeah they are there's a good article about that too Uh, underpaid and overworked so um yeah uh for this movie yeah it's it's kind of like the same thing if i'm super excited i know i'm gonna go see it i try to keep my eyes off it until you know i experience the whole thing so I was, actually, yeah, well, yeah. yeah i go have on, not on. seen the trailer <laughs> oh okay i was gonna i was gonna say like who are you looking forward to no, so i don't know i have no idea i just know <laughs> that i love the first one i'm gonna and i'm and i'm glad that they're making a second one and i'm gonna go see it and uh, yeah I'm, but I, it's not it's not like i don't uh want to see the trailer i have to fight myself not to watch it <laughs> You know, so but I'm That's yeah, fair. super excited and I can't wait. Um I won't I won't say who's in the movie like which characters in the movie, but um uh, I'll say like there's a couple actors that is that, that will that spoil it for you or oh no, no I don't mind uh, like knowing what voice actors there that are in. Okay, there. so uh Oscar Isaac is one. I think oh, he okay. appeared in the first one if you stayed in the end credits so, uh, of the first one. Oh, is that um, who he's playing? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I didn't, in, in the, you're talking about the stinger at the end, right? 
Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I didn't uh, know uh who whose voice that without uh whose voice that was at all. I didn't look it up or anything. So okay. That's cool. Uh, uh, it's, it's good to know that um that's the is that unlimited Spider Man? Is that who it was? I actually don't I'm not a huge Spider Man tw- person. 20, twenty ninety nine. Twenty ninety nine. Yeah, twenty nine. Okay, that's who he's playing. So so at least I know that uh yeah, from the last movie, I know that he's gonna be probably a part of it. And that's cool. Um, so I used to uh, try to watch the 2099, the, the old 90s version of it. Oh, yeah. That show was <laughs> weird, dude. <laughs> but uh, I feel like they're going to probably bring back some of that from the 90s just as a uh, as a homage to this one. What were we going to say? Let's um, let's, uh, let's give some applause to Oscar Isaac, man. He is. Yeah, he was killing it. Um, anybody who caught Moon Knight. Um, basically anything that he's done in the past couple of <laughs> yes, years it's yeah. all great work like respect that man yeah uh, i i can't wait uh, i don't think he's ever done i'm looking through his filmography if he's ever done like an actual animated film uh i don't think so yeah it doesn't look like but yeah he's he's great um can't wait for him i was gonna mention other names but i feel like i don't want to spoil it for you too um um, <laughs> I feel like once you hear their voices, you're like, "Oh, it's this person." And he's whatnot. gonna play that guy again. <laughs> yeah. As soon as as soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh, I did. I'm glad I didn't see the first say the first thing I was gonna say." <laughs> yeah, I was like, gonna. That's why, that's why I brought us Oscar Isaac because it's someone that we already familiarized with that oh. with the series. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So is that 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 movie, um, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, it is arriving also in June of this year and i'm pretty sure we, we might invite you to back if you were going to discuss it on this podcast so uh look For sure. forward to that uh going back to you here um you're also excited for something that's marvel related i guess you could say uh, that's also <laughs> in the 90s so uh what do you what do you have in mind to, looking forward so, to this i year? don't know about you guys but come on x-men the theme, from the 90s yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that that was the show that i totally grew up on you know the those that show is the reason why i know these characters basically and mm-hmm. it's what i base off of all these like any new franchise new movie they're coming out i was like that's not what happened back then because i'm <laughs> i'm going by that tv show back then so <laughs> i mean they say uh go ahead i was gonna say i mean a lot of the the respect that I have for those series comes from the fact that they did basically take all of that stuff directly from the comics. Um, whereas the movies, they're more of an interpretation, right? Yes. Yeah. You could say yeah. like the best example is the, the Phoenix saga. Like uh, I feel oh like the, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they tried it twice live action and they both <laughs> failed. Uh, but yeah, continue on with the but, dude, this. Yeah, so like having them come back and they say it's going to be a continuation of where that series left off. So just see, just knowing that, um, I can't wait to see what they do with it. I want to see how, what the um, art style is going to be because it changed over the years of that series uh, from like a little more gritty in the beginning, but at the end of it, it was like too much. Uh, I don't know if it's CGI in animation, but it looked like it. You know, you could tell the difference if it's like hand drawn versus um, computer generated images. It feel, I felt like yeah. that's what they moved over to near near the end of the series. Spider Man was like that sort of the animated series where towards the end, I feel like they were using like the those three D effects in in when it w- there was like action in the scene or something, or that was just the opening credits. I don't remember entirely. So, <laughs> go, yeah, go. I, I, know, I, I know what actually, you're talking about. Yeah. I'm actually working on going through uh, another rewatch of the series. And I think what you guys are talking about might be separate. Um, okay. X-Men series, because they had so many different X-Men series that were, were kind of covered. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say that they haven't done any CG, but I can, I can see that there are definitely series with they where they have done that. The original 97 uh, X-Men series, um, that they did the one that like showed on Fox and all that. Um, that was all animated to uh, all like hand, not necessarily hand animated, but like it was all two uh, D animated. To my knowledge, they did a lot of stories and covered a lot of stuff. I think I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Um, they have 
the last episode is graduation day, but I'm trying to yeah. do a rewatch before I even get to it because there's a lot of stuff that they, they've covered so much ground in there. Yeah. And like talking about the, the, the Phoenix saga, I mean, man, do you know, <laughs> Whoa, I was so upset when they interpreted that. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that on these podcasts, I've talked about how upsetting the, the X-Men movies were to me. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, you have. <laughs> I think but, a lot of no. us were also not like the greatest fans of, of, of what, with most of them. So, <laughs> you know, getting, getting uh, to this point in my life and having reflected on it, I'm still not, not satisfied. And I hope that I'm glad that they're returning to an animated uh, an animated version of these things because I feel like it's the best way you can do some of the context, especially for for X Men. But I'm excited to see what they do. I, I am. It, it's it's cool. I hope they update the animation a little bit, obviously, because um, it is very very like old school <laughs> comic style. But I, I kind of like some of the stuff that they did. I hope they keep a little bit of the charm, though, you know, because like right. I said, the, even from the first episode to, let's say, the last episode of like graduation day, there is an animation difference. And I still I prefer oh, sure. the, the older uh, version of it, you know, so let's see where they they go. I hope they don't go like Family Guy smooth with it, basically, you know, that's oh, why oh I yeah, <laughs> that I hope not. But like <laughs> characters like uh, Phalanx, not the Phalanx, um, what's his name? I can't remember the mutant's name. There's one of the mutants that is like basically just all black and yellow. Um, he's kind of like robotic and whatnot. He's he. I hope that stuff like that, the animated specifics that they did with the hand animating, like I hope they keep those very nice details in because that's the stuff that really gives it personality. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I've, 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 it's kind of cool because I'm going through, like you said, you were revisiting the series and it's it, it had about five seasons. And uh, on the Wikipedia, it's like very detailed of which comic books they were borrowing to tell their stories. It's kind of cool, actually. You, They literally have like, you know, which issue there are the storyline and it's on this episode. And uh, if anyone wants to, you know, read the comic book side by side with the the original animated series. That's kind of cool that they did that. Uh, it's very detailed. I was like, oh, okay. Because I only knew yeah. some of these. Like the Phoenix Saga is it's probably like the most popular uh, oh, for sure. comic. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but it's kind of cool to see that like on, on here and just seeing like the reference, like they, you know, they're, they're referencing the comic book a lot. Um, I, I wish they could do that with some of the movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just realized like, you, you kind of just they just kind of blend in storylines in the movies and you just you know i mean it's it is a movie it's an hour and like you know or two hours now or three hours now so you only could use so much story and yeah. plots into one so so part of the uh, issue with doing that with the movies right is that they yeah. they've kind of like frankenstein together parts of the stories that are in the comic books and that's that's because it's kind of hard to do certain things in movies with special effects and everything like that you can do certain things um, mm -hmm. but they're trying to create a world that is a little bit more accessible to people and i don't think that standard comics are necessarily accessible in the same way that movies are yeah and i think that creates a little bit of a, a boundary but at the same time as a as a fan yeah give give me all that <laughs> give me give me the uh the the nonsense give it to me uh but i can understand them trying to you know market and make it a little bit more accessible that being said on the websites um usually because they're doing movie releases and introducing these new characters um if you check their profiles on like the marvel official website and things like that they usually will link you to the stories that are closest associated with what's going on in the movies. That's and cool. It's pure. That's even, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's actually really cool, actually. I did not know and, that. It's it's not something you would be looking for. It's literally only for people who are like, I'm interested in knowing where some of this stuff came from. Um, also exciting, because I just realized, it was just looking up, like most of the cast members, are voice actors, are uh, coming back, it looks like. You know, like looking back on here, there was like I remember there's a stretch there where they they had um cameos in the Spider-Man animated series from the X-Men series. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, there was like, a few yes, crossovers episodes. Yeah, crossovers. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, so I was that's, like that's kind of cool. <laughs> that, 
that's part of that multiverse stuff I was talking about. That's yeah, where I found yeah. out about the 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 Spider-Man multiverse stuff. Like, oh man, their all of their Secret Wars stuff and like how Venom would would introduce. Like, they they had a whole yes, ecosystem yeah. that was anim- that was animated at one time. It was the prequel to what we would eventually get out of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the fact that those things existed. They're a little bit dated now if you watch some of them, but it's still so much fun. And it's good stuff to put on in the background if you're like if you're doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I I got through two to three seasons of the X Men series just like having it on in the background and doing something else. Because TV didn't used to be as complicated as it was <laughs> as it yeah. is, you know, now. <laughs> I did that with uh, the Batman anime series when it first went on streaming. And I was like, oh, I want to watch a few. And then I had them in the background. I was like, oh, this is really good writing. Everything's like really tight. And then I, and I realized like, wow, there wasn't a lot of seasons of this. And it feels like they were just <laughs> replaying the episodes where we were younger. It just seems like the mm-hmm. days or years or longer because there's only like a couple of seasons of the uh, Batman anime series. So it's kind of cool. Uh, it feels like a lot more right yeah (laughs) Um, yeah (laughs) funny thing uh a note about the the batman animated series and i found this out fairly recently um did you know they actually animated that on black paper no oh wow accidentally how is that possible (laughs) they they oh no i didn't find it out accidentally i I found it out somewhere but i was reading (laughs) about it but um they 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 saved money by animating it on black paper. That's why all the black in the series looks so rich. I always wonder, even when you're streaming it, you're like, how are these blacks so black? Like there's like, <laughs> there's no uh, sense of um, what do you call um, fade? Like there's no, uh, when they're showing it or whatever. <laughs> right. That's kind of, cool. that's I, a, yeah. <laughs> it's a cool thing to watch out for if you're watching it the next time and you're like, whoa, this is this is kind of crazy. When I found that out, uh, as a person who was interested in animation, I was like, that is amazing. That is a good choice, and you definitely saved a whole bunch of people on ink. Yeah. <laughs> I always also love, uh, speaking of that, like the, the, I feel like these superhero like anime series, they always had like the best intros. Um, oh yeah and they're still being used till today <laughs> like uh like if you mi- i don't want to spoil do, have you to watch like miss marvel or any yeah. of the yeah so, like, they, the okay so like there is like a like a hint uh, it's, it's, a, it's a minor spoiler but they use one of the animated series uh theme songs to uh to a reveal i guess you could say <laughs> marvel <laughs> so uh that's kind of cool and then i feel like i've heard I swear I heard the Batman theme song in one, like the animated song, the animated series song in one of the live action. But I don't know if a I... lot of it's a lot of it's being used as like Easter eggs, right? Yeah, they're being used yeah. as Easter eggs inside of other media because they're like, if you know, you know. There's yeah. a lot of score score uh, scores where they'll throw it in. But it'd be like some character's stuff. ringtone or something like that. I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah. I recognize that. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. And it's <laughs> it's really well done, but it's 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 shout outs to the fans. You know, yes, that's yeah. that's a lot of what they're doing. And they know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you like the intros, like try to look up the uh X-Men 97, not the old X-Men um Japanese. The 90s. Yeah. yeah, the Japanese intro. Oh my god! Oh, it looks okay. so cool. Like way, way better than what the uh, actual <laughs> cartoon is, because uh, it's all done like anime style. So the um, the uh, animation itself is totally different from what the show is. But I was like, oh, I was, it just makes you wish there was like a real uh, X Men anime. I know there was an X Men anime, and I've watched that. <laughs> yeah, too. but like. Uh, in, <laughs> old school anime style where you know the details were there uh way more about like 90s style anime yeah 90s style X-Men. anime like yeah you know but yeah they, yeah they made a japanese uh intro for the for the old x-men cartoon and it just looks so cool just yeah i think the, I, I remember seeing screenshots of it now that you're saying it so the the japanese version of that 
of that intro is interesting because it includes an extra, a couple extra scenes, right? Um, but they definitely steal parts of the Japanese version to put in the American version of the intro, which is hilarious. If you ever watch the X-Men movie... Uh, which the, version? The, the 97 movie, because they had a movie oh, yeah. that came out, which was basically just a VHS of like the first couple episodes. Um so you could you could kind of see where they took some of the things from that. It's not it is a lot of the same in terms of style, but you get a you get more content and a lot more comic book feel, I feel like, from the Japanese version of it. Um so I agree with Seer in terms of like go watch the Japanese intro version. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, like look, I'm watching it now, like with the sound off, and I notice there are characters I feel like yeah, you never seen. The, yeah, yeah, you never <laughs> yeah. seen in the actual uh, American. Uh, well, there's a lot of characters. Like, towards the end of this, it's like a like, lot of um, monsters and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, interesting. But it okay. looks cool. Oh, no, it, it I know. I do see cool. where they borrowed, like some of the, the the that the U.S. have borrowed some of the stuff in there too. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll probably play this later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually don't know when is um, X Men '97 coming out this year because I don't. Yeah, they keep pushing it back. Like I, yeah. I thought it was supposed to come out like later 22, but then it got pushed back, and now there's. Are not they have to get the thing. old the old school of making it? They have to like you know bring that back in the studio and have people uh, hand draw everything. And I, I feel know. like <laughs> what's actually happening is that they're they're having to push back for stuff within the universe because they haven't technically. Um, you know, they've Introduce said a, mutant. Yes, they've said yeah. mutants now officially. They've said it, but it, it they haven't been introduced in universe yet. So that's that true. that's part yeah. of it. Um, I think that there's a push for Marvel to uh, get to that point first before they release X Men. Plus, they know we're gonna wait for it because it hasn't been out for a heck of long. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um. Kevin Feige knows what he's doing, <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, I guess, lastly, we could discuss something that um, Anthony is going to mention. Uh, it's a movie. It's actually a movie I'm also looking forward to because I love the director. Uh, what do you, What is the film that you're most anticipating this year? Um, so Ari Aster is working with i believe this is going to be a24 again yeah um, he's working with a24 to release a new movie called Bo is afraid um i i literally just found out about this not not just like a couple days ago um but ari aster is the director of hereditary and midsommar um he's done some amazing movies uh horror movies and and thrillers and things like that that i think warrants him uh being a director you should look out for when movies are coming out um this movie is starring joaquin phoenix um and is about it it's hard to explain what it's about it's about a a paranoid man uh his (laughs) it's about his journey to go see his mom um, I don't know exactly how to say this, but it looks really good. I think Ari Aster is a great, great uh, director, and he does this thing in terms of uh, interpreting like internal horror yes, so well. I agree, and yeah. I feel like you feel how he feels when he being the main character, you feel how the character feels when they're experiencing something. You're lit, you're, you're seeing it from their point of view. Right. And that really is what sells um, some of the horror that's in it. In this particular one, like I said, you're dealing with a man who's paranoid. Um, it seems like he might be, and I can't remember the correct word for this. I want to say it's agoraphobic. Phobic agoraphobia involves fearing avoiding spaces or places or situations that might cause panics and feelings of being trapped so that's slightly wrong but um he it's like he fears the whole world and honestly 
you know, with the world that we live in and a lot of things that are going on, it's understandable. But this man already has a baseline fear of everything, basically just a fear of living. And watching this journey, watching what it looks like he has to go through without, you know, spoiling anything, it looks like it's going to be a ride. I don't particularly think particularly think it's going to be um, a fun ride. It's <laughs> going was gonna to be say, an yeah. interesting one. <laughs> yeah, his films are not always fun, <laughs> you could say, but um, Definitely they're not. entertaining. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, it's it's going to be, you know, going down a rabbit hole. And I say that um, because because of basically how he generally writes these movies, but also because of some of the visuals they have going on in here. I do recommend going to see the, the trailer or at least looking at, I don't know, like a screen cap or two, because there's some some very surreal aspects of what's going on. Um that that make me very interested to see where the story is. I am slightly concerned that that uh, the trailer might give away the the story, but knowing Ari Aster, not really. Yeah. Right. I, uh, yeah. Between like Hereditary and uh, Midsummer, like I didn't when you first like when you first set your foot in like the theater and you're like sitting down, I had no idea what was I like expecting, and I think right. that's the best part about. His films is that you're like I know he does horror well, but let's see and like he does like although he works in the space of like horror, I like I feel like there's like this I don't know what you call it like um um it's not the 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 typical horror you know like you would watch like if you're watching um you know Nightmare on Elm Street or whatever it's like something oh, yeah. totally no, different and sh- whatnot yeah. Yeah, his no. horror movies are mostly just makes you feel uneasy. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like feel creeped out. You're not necessarily scared. It's just like what you're looking on screen is like, yeah, you just don't feel good about it. <laughs> I would definitely say because I watched both mid, uh, like Midsummer and Hereditary in the theaters, I th- at least like one or two people I've seen that walked out on those films like in the middle of the movie because they don't want to deal with it anymore. I was like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> it, I could probably guess a little which bit. scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It can be a little bit like putting yourself through a panic attack, but you know, it's it's quality cinema. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then if any, Joaquin Phoenix is a good um, actor to pull this off. Like if he's playing, you know, several different characters, it looks like and whatnot, uh, or it's the same character, but I don't know. I actually don't know what the whole plot of this but it looks like he's playing you know the same character in different stages of life so uh yeah. we'll we'll see uh, and uh <laughs> yeah it's 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 a big question mark and i am curious the mystery that's here is great it's good it's a good actor right it's mm-hmm. it's uh it's an interesting premise um there's a little bit of weirdness what else can you ask for i think it's going to be a good exciting movie um maybe not exciting in the positive way (laughs) i I think there will be i think it's going to get some buzz you know i i I do have i believe there's going to be interest in it and i i i'm i can't wait to see it would you would this this is a good first date movie you think no First date? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, it's a good way to find uh, out right away, though. You know, if yeah, she's yeah. in good, you might. Like, okay, she can uh, hang for them or for you. <laughs> for them. <I> know, yeah. <laughs> Just immediately. Oh, this is not gonna work out. We can't do this. <laughs> I, I feel like I definitely found. Like I remember when Midsummer, uh, Midsummer, like came out. I think a lot of people had that film as their first date, and like it. That, oh, that film no. talks about relationships <laughs> in that movie. So, yeah, so all the bright colors brought them in. Relationships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is coming out. Uh, oh, this April. So uh, yeah, I can't wait to. That's that's soon enough. Yeah, he hasn't been. Uh, it's been a while since uh, Midsummer. So uh, it's kind of cool that he's uh, back uh, in, in theaters. <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, I feel like. It, He's the kind of director that you need some pause between his movies. Right? Yes, yeah, you do. There's <laughs> definitely. Uh, I, we could use some space. I, I'll see you in a couple more years. Keep working on your thing. I'll check you out when you come back around. 
uh, it looks like he's actually now uh, going to make. Uh, he's in the middle of pre-production with his new movie called Dream Scenario, that stars Nicolas Cage. So if you want chaos, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, that movie. Well, I gonna, can't wait. I can't. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just gonna be unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't want to. The, the 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 plot synopsis Dream is actually kind of cool. It's very uh, uh, Michelle Gondry, you know, Andy Kaufman type of uh, plot synopsis. So <laughs> uh, I won't mention what that is. But um, yeah, so that is uh, how you say. Bio Bio is afraid. Is it Bo Bo Bio Bo is afraid, uh, which is coming out on april um i think that's it do you guys do you have anything else uh, um to bring up that you're anticipating uh, is there any life because uh, one of our guests derek he actually mentioned a life uh achievement that he's looking forward to is he's graduating uh in college oh, for like a, a theater and directing and writing so oh, that's awesome. i don't know Congrats, if you have derek. any personal uh, <laughs> uh achievements that you're looking forward to in here if not, you don't have to share. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm gonna keep playing that lottery until I hit it. You know, okay. <laughs> see if I can achieve that. Um, see, you can't say it like that. You just gotta say, "I'm gonna win it." I'm yes, gonna yeah. win the lottery. <laughs> that's that's that manifest, <laughs> my man, manifest. <laughs> so that is everything uh, on our list. Uh, like a dragon, Ishin, Ishin, Shin? Mm-hmm. is that it? yeah? Uh, Spider Man cross, uh, Ishin. Uh, Spider-Man across the universe. Wait, a multi. Wait, why am I saying that weird? <laughs> uh, You're thinking about that Beatles movie, huh? Yeah, yeah. What's what's across the, name the, the Spider-Verse? The, the Spider across the Spider-Man, yeah. the musical. You know, uh, Beatles afraid. Street Fighter Six and X Men ninety seven. Um, and in future episodes, we might invite you to, or you know, whether uh, to, to discuss it in as a main discussion. So hopefully, we'll uh, you will we'll, you know you come back again to listen. Anyway, before we leave, <laughs> Sierra, where can they find you online? Uh, yeah, if you feel like you want to stay on Twitter, um, <laughs> you know, still- it's funny you say that because that's the Ooh. ongoing joke in the past several episodes right now. So. <laughs> so if you're there, if you feel like it, you can follow me at uh, five years, five number five, EARS. Uh, how about you, Anthony? Uh, again, my name is Anthony Marshall. I go by Why Not I. Um, right now, the best place to find me would be at twitch.tv slash Why Not I box. That's Y-N-O-T-I-B-O-X. Um, I stream on Tuesday evenings. I uh, usually do art and stuff like that. I occasionally pop up and do uh, video games, play stuff here and there. Um, and yeah, that's probably the best place to find me as um what's the last thing you uh streamed back there like in uh like whether it's art or video games if you um, recall <laughs> this this last uh this last week on tuesday evening i was doing uh i was i'm messing with my stream right now i'm trying to create a co-working space um, oh, nice. for other artists other people that are in the community um I'm in a community there that uh, we we published a book actually, and I think you know uh, Stank Palmer, uh, John Reyes. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, I, we're we're kind of in this community together, and we we had recently put together a book of some of our exploits. I can share that with you, so you can put it in the notes. Um, awesome. I need him back uh, on the show. He think he I don't know. Did he go on the show? I don't remember. He. <laughs> was in the past episode i feel like i invited he's, him he's, but i don't remember he's great he does a lot of uh really good podcast stuff but yeah so um the, the last thing that i was doing was just putting together stuff for my my stream assets to try and um, help develop this community i kind of want to create a, a visualizer just to be there in the back and play some music while people are on working on stuff occasionally we have talks about different things um i I play all kinds of video games. Right now, I'm kind of just doing Apex and uh, no, just Apex. 
that's it. Do you play with uh, John on, on there? Or? I do not play with John. No, John John is usually providing music. That's that's you know that's what he does. Okay. Um, <laughs> a... If you if you're looking for him, you should definitely check his check out his Twitch channel. He does Monday through uh, Monday through Friday, uh, nine a.m. ish to eleven a.m. So I remember music to work to. Uh, yes, I remember when he was uh, like during the beginning of the pandemic with the lockdown, like he would create uh, movie nights. I remember <laughs> I was like, uh, I think we, the, la- uh, the last movie I watched with them was um, Purple Rain. I think I remember. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and he had like right. a commentary in the <laughs> <Yeah>. background. <laughs> it's it's kind of cool. Like uh, there's like a lot of facts I didn't realize. Uh, I forgot what the facts now, but he, they were like, you know, just giving us like some facts about Purple Rain. Knowing there's that he's a, like a, a huge... lot of really cool people in the in the community that are really into all this all kinds of stuff. I try and share stuff over there to make sure that we're getting coverage for all of the communities that I'm part of. Cool, thank you. Um, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Benjamin Abaya. You can find all of us and all of our uh, freaking awesome episodes at freakingawesome.com. Uh, you can become a patron for no less than a dollar. Uh, this helps offset the cost of running a website and podcast. But if you could do any of that, please support, listen, subscribe, rate, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Um, also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TFA Now or on our TikTok at The Freaking Awesome. Uh, if you want to contact us, it's contacts at thefreakingawesome.com. Once again, this is produced by CSA Chow, who is also a guest here. Uh, Everything is edited for, by John Abaya, uh, all the cool videos and social media stuff. Um, thank you again to both of you, Sierra and Anthony. Thank you for listening to the audience. Thanks for I'm Benjamin. Yeah, yes. my, my pleasure. I'm Benjamin Abaya. Um, oh, wait. This, this all over. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> <goes, laughs> going to. Let's go, yeah, yeah. Let's go see it and uh, Anthony. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm Sierra Chow. I'm Anthony Marshall. And this has been the freaking awesome.